Welcome to today's episode of the Grind Road to Success podcast, the place to be if you want to learn how to set yourself apart from the competition and reach your highest potential. I'm your host, Zach Krisik, and if you haven't already yet, hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on another podcast episode and the many tips, tricks, and strategies that can help you reach your highest potential. Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Grind Road to Success podcast. I'm your host, Zach Krisik, and today we have the pleasure to sit down with former college baseball player, physiotherapist, and multi-sport athlete, Brent Wood. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, Brent. Thanks, Zach. Um, Pleasure to be on the podcast today, and I uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's dive right into things. You know, tell us a bit about your experience as an athlete growing up. Uh, you know, what kind of sports were you involved in? Um, you know, what level did that lead you to? And yeah, you know, kind of just the process you took uh, within your athletic career. Yeah, so I guess right off the gates, I uh, started playing baseball at a very young age, like pretty like right out of uh, elementary school. I started playing baseball uh, that led me into multiple other sports. I played football, basketball, uh, their high school extracurriculars at the time. Um, And then as that kind of got more competitive, I chose to step away from all my other sports and focus strictly on baseball. It was just taking most of your time out of your other sports. Um, And then I really realized that baseball was like taking me places at the time. So I moved high schools, moved into the city from a suburb, um, was able to join an academy at the time, uh, which really was actually a great opportunity for me. It was able to train every day, no matter if I had school or not. Um, And at that time, I kind of really realized that I wanted to go to the next level, which was the collegiate level. And I looked into what it took to do that, talked to some coaches, some like family members, friends, all that stuff. Um, And at that time, I realized that I actually had the potential to do so. So then I ended up taking my career to the collegiate level and competed for four years at Maple State University in North Dakota. Um, which is in the United States for those who don't know. Um, and yeah, that was, that was a good experience. It was, um, it was pretty fun, honestly. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when was kind of the point you realized that you wanted to pursue that next level? Um, was it kind of just like an epiphany moment or did it take time for you to kind of realize that this is something I want to do? You know, I want to pursue my dreams, reach that collegiate level um, and kind of take that road. Um, I feel like I, I always had like the dream to play baseball. Like as a kid, obviously you dream, oh, I want to play in the MLB. I want to be on TV. You want to do all that. But at some point you kind of realize that it, it's a little much of a stretch right off the gate 
like you're only 10 years old like the MLB's you know a little ways away when you're only 10 however like it's a great dream to have like you got to have that dream otherwise you're not going to go anywhere so at that point um I'd say when I was like 12 years old I really realized I wanted to go to like go on to the next level but I didn't know what it took so as I got older and when it was time to get into high school there was the opportunity for the baseball academy and um, in Saskatoon here we had a fall baseball program called Saskatoon Fall Baseball which gave kids the opportunity as you know to go down to Phoenix and play in these huge tournaments with all these other kids from all over the world and that was like between fall baseball and the baseball academy those were where I kind of had the moment to like this is it so um I, yeah I would say early on in high school was really like that moment of when you were able to I guess step aside from other things and focus on one Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It's funny. You kind of mentioned, you know, the fall baseball, um, for those don't, who don't know, uh, me and Brent used to play, uh, baseball and, you know, other sports back in the day together. Um, but yeah, you know, those trips where we went down to the States and just got the opportunity to play at that next level, you know, compete in those showcases. That was really what, you know, kind of opened my eyes to competing at the next level. Uh, that's where the dream kind of started where, you know, I realized, wow, other athletes can do this, you know, you can travel, uh, you can compete and play at these high levels, uh, you know, all across the States, all across the world, um, wherever the competition may be, but yeah, you know, just relating to that dream that so many athletes and so many youth athletes have, it's kind of just, you know, a moment that happens, whether it's a big game, uh, you know, an experience or a tournament that you kind of realize, all right, this is something I want to do at that next level. So from your experience, you know, what can other athletes do to put themselves in the best position for success or how can they increase their odds of becoming a college athlete, uh, you know, no matter what sport they may play? That's a, that's a great question, actually. So I would, I would say the biggest thing that you can do to put yourself ahead of the, all the other athletes out there is when you have practice and they go home and they go hang out with their friends or they do whatever they do after you're done practice or the game, go and get that extra little bit of extra work in. Go in. If for, for me, it was go get those extra reps off the tee, go hit another 50 baseballs or go play catch for another 10 minutes or take a few ground balls. It was do that little bit of extra work behind the scenes when no one's really paying attention and that really goes a long ways at that time. I, I really noticed like in my career, I didn't do enough of that. If, if you would have just been able to like, just like pinch my arm and been like, Hey, like you got to go, like you got to go do this. And, like, obviously I already knew like you need to put in the extra work, but I didn't understand that. I didn't really clue into the fact that, all you had to do was just go get the extra work. You don't need to be that much better. You just need more reps. You need more practice. It's, it's all about the confidence at that time. For sure. For sure. Yeah. hundred percent, especially at that next level. Um, you know, when the competition just increases, right. Where there's more athletes, 
uh, higher level, there's not going to be as many spots on that team. You know, what are you doing that's different from everyone else? And that was a big thing I realized too, especially competing at that college level is, you know, what separated the elite athletes from the average or how could I put myself in the best position for success to, you know, get the starting spot that I wanted, you know, have the goals of obtaining that MVP, um, contributing to, you know, win the championship. And yes, you know, the work you put in, that's going to determine your results. So I just think of it in, you know, kind of investment terms is the more time, the more energy, the more money you're able to invest now, the greater results you're going to have over the long term. Um, and that was just kind of a huge thing I realized, you know, especially if you want to compete at that next level, you got to be able to put more work in more time than your competition. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to set yourself apart. Um, you know, coaches won't look at you. And that's a huge piece, especially if you want to get to that next level. Um, but, you know, what were some of the kind of the realizations you had um, competing at that college level compared to, you know, growing up um, as a high school athletes and kind of in your youth years as well? Um, so I'd say the, the biggest comparison right away was the amount of time you spend actually with the sport, obviously, I would say like right away in your early years, you only have an hour of practice or an hour game, or you have a time restraint on your game. And then over the years, it gets longer and longer and you spend more time at practice and working on your craft and going, going to make yourself better and making the team better. But what comes with that is you really got to, really got to be able to like manage your time well, so that at the same time you're, focusing on your skills and your fundamentals of the game that you're taking care of like yourself your academics your like you there's a lot that goes into it aside from just your sport I noticed that like when you're in high school and elementary and you're playing sports you have your parents to take you here and take you there and make sure that you're prepared for this event and that event and for every scenario that like may occur but once you get there, it's, it's a clear cut that like you're on your own. Like it's, even if you're living at home, playing the sport, going to school, you're still on your own. They, they're, they're busy with work. You have your sports, your academics. It's, there's a, a big gap there, I would say. Um, but the, another thing to go off of your question would be the like the mental side of the game um as you're as you're younger you don't really pay attention to how much the the game and just athletics is really on the like has a mental toll it, that it takes on you um and it really really was a like a eye opener once i was there and you have that that time management and you you really want to make make that next spot you want to be on that starting roster you you want to be the guy who does it for your team but at the same time like you got school to worry about like I'm paying to get an education or even if you got a scholarship like there's there's two things you got to do so it uh really really makes you focus on like what's important at that time Yes, 100%. Yeah, those are some great points right there. You know, that was a big realization I had, and I'm sure you can relate to this is, 
you know, the high school, all right, you have people to keep you accountable, right? Your teachers are pushing you to get your work done. Your parents are pushing you to get your work done. But when you get to that college level and where most athletes, you know, either move away from home, um, you know, competing at that next level, there's a lot more than just the sport, right? And that's often what's so overlooked, especially with so many youth athletes is, okay, you have dreams to compete at that college level, that pro level one day. Well, you got to understand, you know, it's up to you to get the results you want. So now you got to manage school, which at the university level is way more hectic, right? The class loads are way heavier. Um, your professors don't care if you show up or not, right? That's on you to get the work done. But then also, you know, showing up to practice. All right. I got to be there. I got to manage my time. Um, you know, I got to make myself something to eat, be able to put on mass if that's a goal of yours lose weight, right? That diet piece is important as well. But I just realized, you know, after competing at that college level, and I wish I would have learned a lot of these things beforehand, was just how many more factors there are to your performance, right? It's not just physical. It's that mental side, like you said, like you say, that's so key. And if you can be able to work on both, that's where I realized that you can set yourself apart from the competition. You know, if you're able to manage your time, manage the stresses, deal with that pressure and those failures, well, now you can put yourself in a better position for success compared to, you know, having no clue how to manage it, um, kind of just taking things as they come. And that can be really tough for a lot of athletes that are jumping to that next level. Um, so yeah, those are some great points right there. But what were, you know, some struggles that you kind of found um, getting to that college level? You kind of mentioned the time a bit, being able to manage that. But what else, you know, do you wish you would have kind of worked on or learned to help you succeed at that next level or, you know, just perform at a higher potential? Um, I would I would say the, the biggest thing would to be like not to compare yourself to others, no matter if it's on the field, off the field, in the classroom. However, it is at that point, then all you're doing is you're making yourself just worry about, am I good enough? Am I? Am I better than this person? Am I going to make it? Am I, am I going to get this hit? Am I like, am I going to strike this guy out during this big moment? Like there's all these things that are going in your head and all they're doing is you're just constantly like stressing yourself out, giving yourself anxiety. You're worrying about that. Like all you like at that point, it's just, you're worrying about too many things. So you just need to keep focusing on yourself every day. Just like go, go do that little bit of extra work take take time for yourself if that's what you need but like everything you need to do just needs to focus on yourself at that point and not worry about everyone else although it is like if you play a team sport I understand you have teammates and like there's other factors that come into play but at the end of the day like it's all about you in that moment you're the one who's going to do it it's not no one else is going to help you there so you got to be confident in yourself you got to be prepared you got to you just got to be able to adapt to those moments it's it's tough yeah no for sure that's you know another good point there um and the thing i kind of realized you know whether it's that team aspect um you know a solo team sport is yeah you got to focus internally right you know what can i do what can i change what can i better myself with today to you know contribute to my team success or contribute to the results that I want to get. But yeah, you know, if you're focusing externally on everyone else and just expecting things to happen for you, 
well, there's probably going to be a rude awakening where, you know, if you don't put in that work, you don't invest into yourself, you don't make the necessary changes right now, it's going to be very tough to, you know, succeed on your own, succeed as a team and get the results you want. Um, from your experience in school, you were taking kinesiology. How does that, you know, kind of relate to your performance as an athlete? And what can athletes do to, you know, limit, limit the burnout side of things or limit, uh, you know, injuries on their side of performance as well? No, that's a, that's a great question. So I would like, I've noticed over the time when I was at school and studying and just from my own experience, uh, the biggest things that go with the burnout side that you talked about would be your nutrition and sleep. Sleep is huge. I know as an athlete, especially you as a student athlete, your, your schedule is hectic. It's chaotic. Like all you're doing, you got school, then you got practice and then you got school and then weights and then you got homework. And it's like, you, there's a lot to do, but like any moment you have, you need to take time to sleep. It's crucial. Get your sleep. Um, on top of that, like the nutrition one, make sure you don't, I don't necessarily say like you got to count your calories and do this and do all that, but make sure you, that you're eating at least like get your three meals a day. If, if you're trying to bulk and make sure that you're tracking that stuff and you're doing it properly, if you're trying to cut, do that properly. But um, at the end of the day, like between eating right, getting your sleep, getting your exercise in while you're an athlete, because that's going to be crucial to make sure that your performance is, is better and everything's going up. Um, but uh, leading into the, the injury side of things, though, I would say, like my, I myself have injured many, many different things, but recently I, uh, I, injured myself playing baseball I slid into home plate and tore my labrum for those of you who don't know it's a, just a little piece in your shoulder there that holds most of it together um, but the, the injury side it really takes a, a toll on the mental aspect of your game if not even just from your game but your everyday life there's just a little bit that goes into it and depending on the person, it can take a big toll, it can take a little toll, it can do different things. But um, with the, the injuries, if you continue to have good nutrition, you, you eat well, you sleep well, you exercise, you'll limit your injuries, you have good posture, you do all those things like majority of the time and you'll probably limit the risk of your injuries um, depending on the sport you play. Um, Obviously, in the weight room, there's better ways to limit the injuries. You can do different types of exercises, plyometrics, depending how advanced you are. Um, but I know you've experienced different things yourself as a baseball player. Obviously, over time, your arm gets a little sore. So you got to take care of those things. Yeah, I can relate there. Um, and I feel like that's a big thing that you know often goes overlooked especially in the gym side of things so I see so many youth athletes especially males for that for this example uh, but I'm sure right we've all been there where we're in the gym and we want to be able to lift as much weight as possible and you know sure our goal is to increase weight right we want to 
get to that next level, but you got to understand you need to throw your ego out of the door. As soon as you walk into the field, the gym, that ego, you need to throw away because what's going to happen. And like I say, I say this from experience is you try to ego lift, you know, you try to do the things and push yourself past your limits. And that's when injuries occur, right? Especially, um, you know, sports specific, we're in season, we want to be able to maintain, we want to stay healthy, not, you know, push ourselves to the point where our body can't handle it. And then those injuries occur. Um, and then relating to that point, like you said, on the mental side, that's so huge as well. You know, again, from my own experience, so many athletes that I've talked to work with. No, that's a great question. Cause at least no matter if you're an athlete or not, university, college, even just high school, everything can have a little bit of stress when it comes to the academic side. You got deadlines, you got assignments, you got to study for this test. You like, you got big um, SAT scores, GREs, you got all of these standardized tests that you got to study for. And what comes with that is, yeah, like you said, the stress side, but to manage it a little bit, I, at least on my own, I noticed I was, if I prepared myself for the next day, the next week, a little bit ahead of time and had a plan of what I'm going to do this day, this day, this day, even if it's for 10 minutes or five minutes, it, it took, takes away that, that stress of what do I need to do this moment? Like that, that second when you realize, oh, I'm not doing anything, but I need to do something. And what is that? Well, if you have just a little bit of a plan now, you you don't have that moment where, oh, I don't really want to do this or you're already, you're already doing it. It's too late. Like if you got practice, weights, an assignment, and then a test the next day, like you got to make sure that you maybe have that assignment done the day before, or you already started studying a few days a week before, like just so that everything's a little less stressful, even though you might still be a little anxious for that matter because you have that deadline you have that test you got to get to these places but at the end of the day it's just now you're a little more relaxed because you realize I already got that assignment done I've already started studying so I only have these many chapters left or this much content so I would say time management and like just planning planning your day is huge um another thing was would just be do the things that you like if there's something that someone is like hey like i'm gonna go do this and you're like oh like i don't know like i i do have this assignment but and like but you don't really want to go either at the same time just don't go don't force yourself to do something you don't want to do at that moment, you're just going to be stressed the whole time. You're going to be worrying about, oh, I got to go back to my place and do this assignment or I got to get here and go buy this before I get home. And there's just too many things that can cause a little bit of stress. So just prepare, do the things you like. It'll just help you out a little bit more. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, those are some other good points right there. Um, and just relating it back to that you know, kind of sleep and nutrition side of things as well is, yeah, you know, having a good habits mm. and good routine, uh, whether it's a morning routine, nightly routine that you kind of follow to keep yourself in sync, right? To plan the day ahead, 
um, get everything established. So yeah, you know, what's in front of you, you can kind of see it, process it and not worry, hopefully as much compared to, you know, just being overwhelmed by everything. And as you know, you know, at that college level, there's just even more, you know, work, uh, whether it's in the classroom more practices, right. You're traveling on weekends, um, relationships, add those in there and it can just be so stressful and so overwhelming for many. Um, so yeah, you know, there's some other good points right there. Is there anything else that, you know, you kind of realized or kind of helped you, um, within your student athlete experience? I'd say biggest, biggest thing would be to have someone who is, is really close with you. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to have a ton of friends or, like all these people that you hang out to and talk to. But at the end of the day, you need to have that one person that you can always just like, just go to and give them everything and no matter what, and they won't judge you. They won't say anything. They're just kind of there and you can just kind of spill everything no matter what it has to be. It'll just, it, it makes your life just that much easier. You, you can take a little bit of stress off. You can go there. They can, you can, that's that's like it you got to have someone who's just there they don't have to be a best friend but you just need to have someone who's always willing to be there for you 100 percent, yeah i agree with you and especially that circle piece right who you surround yep. yourself with is so so key to you know the results you get um how you feel your mood your emotions every single day every single week and that was a big thing again that i realized you know after competing at that college level is you know okay who am i surrounding myself with you know, who do I want to become? Um, you know, what do I want to do? And the people that, yeah, you surround yourself with dictates a lot of the, the results you get, whether that's on or off the field. But yeah, you know, going back to your point of having someone to be able to talk to, right? Open up to saying, you know, it's okay to struggle, right? It's okay to be lost. We've all been there and we're all going to be there probably again. So being able to have, you know, a good support system, a good friend, coach, uh, you know, family member, whatever it may be. Yeah, that's so key, um, especially getting results you want in the long term. But, you know, if you could go back now and do everything all over again, so if, you know, you were to start in your youth years, what would be one thing that you would, you know, change or implement yourself to see the most success in the long run um, and get the results you want, whether it's in your studies, sports, or just life itself? I would say always like always do extra do more than what's expected no matter if it's in the classroom in the weight room nutrition wise on the field or on the court or on the ice whatever whatever the sport is that you play just always exceed expectations at the end of the day that little bit of work it's it's not going to kill you it, it's it might might suck at the time it, it's going to be tough but at the end of the day it's it's only going to make you better it's only going to give give you that more of an advantage um i would but specifically in the the athlete world and the sport world i would say nutrition and the weight room would be my two biggest things that I wish I could go back and do differently in my youth years. I wish I had that knowledge or someone who did have that knowledge to push me and 
eat properly and exercise properly and for my sport so that when I'm now training, I'm prepared and I'm getting the best results and I'm performing the best I've ever performed. So I want to thank you very much, Brent, for taking the time and hopping on the podcast today to share your insight, experience and knowledge for, you know, other athletes um, to compete and perform at their highest potential, whether that's on or off the field. Yeah, thanks for having me on today. It was a pleasure being on the Grind podcast with uh, yourself and uh, all the others joining us today listening. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, then make sure to share it with a teammate or friend. And as always, never settle for average and keep on striving to reach your highest potential on the grind road to success.